Welcome to Be By Design, a podcast about unlocking the inner code to the person you were designed to be. The code that you can apply to your way of being, your decision making, and your clarity about what you think and how you feel. Each week, we'll discuss a new level of human design and piece by piece uncover the person you were designed to be and the life you were designed to lead. Join me as we lay out the roadmap through life where you get to be your own hero. Buckle up for the ride of a lifetime to discover true understanding of the person you were meant to be. You get to be in control of your runaway Mustang whenever that happens, remembering you've always got the reins. I'm your host, Britia Kabechka. Let's ride. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Be By Design. Today, we're going to piggyback off the last episode where I was talking to y'all about the gut protocol that I am doing for my health and why our gut health is so important. But, you know, basically, the the big picture of it all, get my words together, Bertia. The big picture of it all is that our gut health is a reflection of our health, period. End of story. So when we're able to get that in check, when we're able to show up and, and get our gut in alignment and the areas that that connects to within our human design, that's what we talked about last time. So you can go check that one out. But Today, I'm going to piggyback on that and talk about digestion through human design and how digestion is really a very big key in our transformation. And digestion is one of the biggest contributions when we talk about transformations overall and when we talk about human design and alignment and how we get truly back to the the body and the person and the human we were created to be. So when it comes to sharing, you know, your genius with the world and fulfilling whatever it is that you're good at and truly really shining your light out into the world, the first thing that contributes to that is what you're taking in from the outside, what you're taking in from the world. So digestion isn't really just physical digestion in terms of food, which is really the most important component that we talked about last week. But we also mean information and energy and everything that is coming into ourselves so that we can formulate it into something magical that is coming out of ourselves. So as as we work on healing our gut from the inside with the foods that we choose, with the exercise and the movement that we're doing, we also have to look at digestion from what we're taking in from information from people and energy and the things that are around us as well. So we kind of get to do this full digestive healing process. And while I'm doing the gut protocol process and following the foods and this and that, I also want to make it very clear that digestion and gut health and healing is not a one size fits all. And that's what I want to make very clear with this. So there are protocols and there are programs that we can follow 
but we still have to be in a, in checking in with ourselves and with our design to choose which process is proper and right for us. So with that being said, this portion that we're talking about is very tailored to each individual. So looking at your chart is going to be beneficial for you. Um, there will be a link in the show notes. So if you have not done that yet, take a look at that. And this involves the arrows at the top of your chart. So, um, you know, there, there's some things that show up within our life. And, and sometimes we know, like we have just this, this inner knowing, this inkling, right? And sometimes we don't know and we just have to make it this experiment. And sometimes we have to try things out and be like, okay, that's not working for us. Let me try something else. So when we do that, we, we kind of figure out the best conditions and which sense to engage in the most. So the food, right, is just a raw material that is used to formulate ourselves. It's the fuel that helps us create who we are. And if you start digesting life the way that you were created to, life begins to feel like one big exhale. Again, something that I am doing myself as I lean into these things, as I'm learning more about it, um, as I embody it, I bring it forward and I share it with you. So the human design diet, right, is completely different from all other diets. Again, it's individually tailored to you and your chart. And that comes from your human design chart based off your birth, your time, your place of birth. And the key difference is that it's all about the state of food and never the exact food that you're eating, right? So it's not what you eat that matters with this, but how you eat it, okay? It's all about how you digest food while eating it. And there's 12 types of eating people. So while the, the gut protocol, the program, tells you which foods to eat, now, oh, look at this guy. Now you can take those foods and eat them in a manner that is proper for you. Does this make sense to you guys? Yes, no, give me a holla in your car or wherever you're listening. But again, we're going to be looking at, if you look at your chart, this is the top left arrow, and that is your digestion arrow, okay? So again, it's not only to do with the, the best foods to eat, but also how we take in life and how we take in information and how we best learn. So if your arrow is left-facing, you actively digest life. You really kind of enjoy and thrive when there's some kind of consistency and structure to your routines and you kind of naturally take in information with a more logical and precise way okay so you like exact details you like to memorize information to-do lists calendars daily rituals um, meal planning that is kind of your your gig um, and with food you like to have some sort of routine like breakfast at a certain time or following a specific way of eating. Um, and if you're right facing, you kind of passively digest life. So this is not a bad thing. Like this doesn't mean that you're dumb or anything like that. I am a right facing passively digester and freedom and variety are really your best friends. So while I love to do lists and calendars, um, 
it helps me because of my open, my openness up top, but really the freedom to do things, um, and variety and do, I can't stick to like a same schedule every day. It feels too rigid for me. So for these right facing arrow people, for these right, uh, passively digestive people, you may notice that following a strict structure is kind of tough for you because you naturally take in information in a very fluid way. So instead of remembering acute details, you absorb all the information about the situation. So it's remembering a feeling or a deeper meaning instead of the, the words that somebody actually said. You know, you may not be able to recall or memorize exact details. So sometimes you can even respond with answers that you didn't even know you knew because you passively received it and digested it and learned from it. So with food, again, it's like not eating the exact same thing every day. You don't need to eat in the same way all the time. Okay. Um, but we're going to go into even more detail with this, with the 12 types and the main factors that different differentiate the 12 types. So that's kind of the broad picture, left or right, passive or active. And the 12 types are really about the temperature of the food, the time of the meal you eat, the calm or tense environment that you're eating in, exposure to light or darkness, the noise level in your environment, um, and the way you eat. So it has to do with a lot of your surroundings and your environment. So some people digest food better when they consume foods and beverages that are at their body temperature or warmer, and they need their food hot. Okay, so that they they do not produce enough heat to properly break down nutrients and protein. So their body might run colder. So they crave, they need hotter foods. So for those people, they should only eat or drink cold food with others because their stomachs are too hot to handle the food. Okay, another factor is environment. So some like to eat in peace and are very careful, meticulous with the way they eat. These people don't like to talk while they're eating, right? So leaving them to eat kind of on their, by themselves, in their comfort zone, that's the best option. On the contrary, the group we call anxious eaters, they kind of like to walk around with their food while eating, and they find it difficult to sit down. You might find this with your kids. <laughs> I do. And I'll explain why in a minute. So some people need movement or, or noise while they're eating. Um, or need, if we're not talking about food, we're talking about um, environment. Some people may learn best when there's like music in the background, okay? So other digestion is affected by sound. Noise can cause loss of appetite for some. And opposite times, you know, need noisy environment like music or TV. So we have to look at all of these things about yourself. Other distinguishing factor is light. So light eaters need to be exposed to direct sunlight. Eating outside is great for them. Um, so these people would enjoy eating out during the day and should stop eating after dark or, uh, you know, like dark, those really dark ambient restaurants, like probably not the best environment for them. So we can even say that this group is fed with light rather than food. They just digest things with with light with with the sun and um 
you know, another example is those who eat at night. So they need to get their food after dark and go to sleep right after a meal or even wake up early and eat really early in the morning before the sun comes up. So, um, you know, there's some people who like literally snack while they're asleep, night eaters. Okay. They don't eat all day. They just want to eat before the sun comes up and after the sun goes down. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner are not essential for them. And they can focus on other things and spend their time more productively during the day. So um, some, some others are like variety eaters and need to eat only one thing at a time and then wait before eating anything else, before moving on to new food. So they need to digest each food separately and then that's how they get their energy. So they can eat small amounts all day or night as long as they don't mix their food. So think about all of these things in our current environment and how far off, how far off conditioned we are to be eating like this. And the human design diet is really considered a source of energy and information that we can directly put into our body from the outside world. So like you get to, to really moderate and eat and figure out the way that's best for you to digest. So the creator of human design, he really says that digestion is the most important factor. Eating according to your type ensures that you get the right energy and digest your food properly. So some of these styles are, um, and I'll share a link and how to find this for you guys, but the styles are hot. Um, and this usually goes with thirst. So that is your, um, your sense. And so this for you is eating foods and beverages at body temperature or warmer. So if, if hot shows up for you, you want to have hot coffees. You want to have hot, maybe you drink your soda at body temperature. Um, but keeping the things warm, the food that you eat is always hot. Not always. Okay. This is an experiment of like, maybe you just microwave it for a few seconds or heat it up in the oven. Okay. If you are cold with thirst, you eat and drink cold food. So this is my type. I'm a cold food. Um, I'm a cold food digester passively. So eating and drinking cold food helps me digest. So again, I have the passive brain to the right. I don't require as much food as active brains do. But it's also good for me if my body runs hotter than most or my, my internal digestive organs run hotter than most. It's important for me to eat and drink cold food. And I personally enjoy cold food. Um, I like to eat. I snack on like fruits and lunch meat that's cold. Um, I like my water ice cold with ice in it. Um, so for me, it's easy if that makes sense. I enjoy cold foods. I'll eat my pizza cold. <laughs> I just enjoy that. Um, so some again, some of these things you'll know that you enjoy and that they're going to make sense. And some others are going to be like, okay, I didn't know that I needed that. Um, so you get to experiment with it. So some, some of it is low sound. Okay. So only eat in low sound environments. So noise prevents you from developing an appetite. This is my daughter. She 
is a low sound digestive person, which also goes for school. It's going to be hard for her to digest and take things in if she's in a noisy environment. Okay. So when the TV is on, she will not eat. When the TV is on, she will not eat. She literally needs to be sitting with her food in a quiet, low sound environment. And we usually, my husband, my, my son are usually always watching TV. Like we have the TV on at dinner time. So this prevents her from eating sometimes. And now the more that I, I learn these things and reach into them and learn about my children's design, it all makes sense too, right? And this is why I preach so much to y'all. If you've listened to the podcast before that the more we know, the more we know. And if we can learn these things about our children as mothers and about the people that we are most around, our spouse, our partners, our family, the more we get to accept and, and nurture that instead of creating a space that I'm forcing my kid to eat with loud noises. And that's not the way that she works. That's not the way she operates. There's also high sound. So uh, some people enjoy to eat or digest better when the environment's noisy, when there's TV, family, restaurant, music. So going to those places with maybe eating at a concert or again, playing music while you are learning or taking in information, there's always the nervous touch. So eat only when the environment inner or outer is busy, like family bustle. When things, when there's a busy time, um, that this is probably a touch sensory thing. So your food probably needs to be chewy and having, having more of a, um, a sensory environment where you're, you're staying busy, or maybe you're walking around while eating something like that. There's also the calm touch. So eat only when the environment inner and outer are calm, when you feel calm and collected and quiet. Okay. There's an alternating appetite. So this is the one that it's like eating one ingredient dishes separated by time. So you might eat um, an apple and then wait an hour and eat some chicken breast and then wait an hour and eat some broccoli and separating your food, one ingredient dishes at a time. The next is a consecutive appetite. And this is my son. This is Conway. So he's more of the grazer. Like he'll just constantly snack kind of throughout the day. Um, and that's how he eats. That's how he likes to eat. So noticing these things about, and my, my husband is also a cold environment, um, food eater or cold food eater. So eating cold foods is good for him as well. There is the direct light. So eat during the day, eat outside when you can. Um, and the indirect light, eating at night in dark environments, turning your lights off, whatever it might be for you. There's the open taste. So eating very, like a varied diet chosen for your taste. If you like the food, it's easier to have an appetite for it, right? And then there's the closed taste. So eating the same foods, um, kind of eating this monotonous diet. For most people, it's the staple diet of their ancestry. Um, and that can happen for different reasons. But just kind of playing with this and figuring out, like, should I eat meat? Um, do I feel full? You know, like, should I eat filling stuff? Should I eat sugar? How does this stuff make me feel? And this goes back to the gut protocol of playing with these different foods 
when to eat them, how to eat them, paying attention to your environment, and just seeing what works. The gut protocol gives you the right foods to eat, to heal your gut, to work on your gut. And this option helps you learn which environments are best for you. So what we know about human design is that human design is this map for us, right? It shows you what will be healthy for you and how to make healthy decisions for your body. But most importantly, it allows you to get away from the mind and get closer to the body. Um, human design is always about doing what feels good inside. And it's also this talent map that really shows the abilities that you have. And in this way, you can save a lot of time while searching for things, right? Like trying to figure out what's going to work and what doesn't work. This saves you time. When you start living according to your design, to your design, it's going to offer you areas of your life that you don't hit as much resistance. And so everyone should, should experience, um, you know, a personalized human design reading at least once or dig in, buy the material, look into the material that you get this deeper information about yourself and who you are and how you were created to be and how you can start leaning into that design. So if you do choose to play with this human design diet type, it doesn't matter how old you are, right? Like it doesn't matter where you are in your life. The moment you start following this and experiment, experimenting with it, you will stimulate your brain, okay? The human design diet ensures that, that we stay healthy and that we're getting the right foods and that we don't get weak, weak and it keeps our brains active and dynamic. So even if you are the passive person, you're feeding your, your brain exactly what it needs in order to stay sharp, in order to stay on top of things. You're not overfueling your body. You're not over digesting things. You're not taking in more information than you need. So once you start to ad like adopt this behavior, you're going to feel a difference pretty quick. You'll know that this is working or it's not working. Um, it depends on the level of healing that your body needs and how your way of thinking and believing supports you. The health game is a mental game. It doesn't matter if you're working out or you're eating or you're changing, whatever it is. The health game is a mental game. If you believe that you can change, if you believe that you can make a difference, if you can believe that you are worthy of having the body that you love and, and desire, it's going to happen. And when we get to take in the foods that we need and we get to heal our body in the way that we desire, it affects our mood and our emotions. Our body feels better when it works better. When our body feels better, it produces the chemicals that improve our mood, right? When we feel healthy, we're less affected by our fluctuating emotions, and understanding your design is going to help you see these things. And it helps kind of reduce the stress. It gives you that permission to take things off your plate, it gives you permission to enjoy the foods that you're eating and when you're eating them. It takes off the stress and the load of feeling like you have to do things in a specific certain way in order to get the results. It's easier, it's happier, it's playful. That's what we're doing. We're playing. We're experimenting. 
So again, according to the human design diet, there's no such thing as a complete meal, right? Each type should eat according to what's best for that, their digestion and stop limiting like socializing to lunch and brunch and dinner and many diets like human design. Otherwise they're here to show us how different we really are. And human design is the science of differentiation in a homogenized world. So when people share their diets or they're sharing what they're doing, or you follow influencers on social media, I don't consider myself an influencer, but when you follow influencers on social media that are saying you have to do things this way, this is what works for me to lose 15 pounds in 20 days. Like, of course, things are going to work for different people. And sometimes you have to experience, experiment with those intermittent fasting, keto, paleo, whatever it might be. I'm not a diet person. I am a cut the junk kind of person, which I can handle and I can do, but it doesn't mean that it's easy. I still struggle with sugar. I love sugar. I have a sweet tooth. I'm just a sweet tooth kind of person. My daughter inherited that from me. She would eat sugar for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, But it's something that I know does not serve me. It does not suit me. And so when I can take back my control over that, by detoxing it, by getting it out of my system, I can invite it back in little by little. Okay. We have to do these check-ins with ourselves. We have to do this gut check of like, where are we? Is this making me feel good? Is it not making me feel good? Do I need to cut some things out? Do I need to add some things in? How am I taking in this information? How am I taking in my food and digesting, digesting it? How am I taking in the information? Who am I surrounding myself with? All of these things is unique to who you are. And if you get caught up in the rigmarole, in feeling like there's only one thing that works for you, that's all bullshit. Because what works for me may not work for you and vice versa. What works for you may not work for me. So we have to try these things on. This is all an experiment. It is all fun. And this is why I share the things that I share, because if I don't tell you about these things, then maybe it will never come into your world and maybe you'll never get to experiment and experience these things. So I find this piece fascinating, the digestion. Um, Again, I'm playing with it. I'm experimenting with it for myself and paying attention, the awareness aspect of how do I feel when I eat cold foods versus how do I feel when I eat warm foods? I still enjoy warm tea, but I also love unsweetened tea. And that's weird for some people, but I love iced tea. So it's all about what you desire, what you want, how it makes you feel and having the awareness around it that you take note about your body, taking it from the things that we are taking out taking in from the outside, formulating them into what we want to give back out to the world. So that is what I will leave you with today. Play with your digestion. Look at your human design chart and see how you best digest food and the world that you're around. Look at your environment and see where you can play. See where you can experiment um, with changing things up. Turn off the music. Turn on the music. Turn off the lights. Um, 
warm up or cool down your food. So much to do, so much to play with. And again, if you still wanna join the gut protocol um, with us, you're more than welcome. I will leave that here for you as well. Learn which foods you enjoy, which foods you desire, which foods make you feel good and get that movement in, move your body. Um, maybe just a little bit, maybe a lot. Depends on what you need and your energy. Focus on that. Have a fabulous day. And I will see you next week on Be By Design.